This is the Fantasy Fast Track with Brandon Funston and Brad Evans. Ready, set, go! This is a Fantasy Fast Track podcast presented by MonkeyNightFight.com. Brad the Big Noise Evans here joined by Senior Fun Buns, Brandon Funston. Week 13. Not a whole lot of options off of waivers. Now, we're waiting to see what happens with Josh Jacobs, so obviously Devontae Booker would be a premium pickup if he indeed misses action this week, especially in a stellar matchup against the puddle jumpers, the winless, the feckless New York Jets. But I want to do something a little bit different on this podcast. I want to talk about circle of trust on the scale of trust. Uh, Some of these borderline guys and whether or not where they land on a scale of one to five. We're going to get that in a moment, but we do offer some relief off of waivers because we always do a little streamage. Uh, And for people out there looking for a quarterback to plug and play, maybe lost Daniel Jones in a two-quarterback league, obviously Colt McCoy is somebody, an option this week against Seattle. But anybody else really stand out to you there, Brandon, that may be under 50% rostered right now, say in a Yahoo league? Well, there's plenty out there that, that stand out a hell of a lot more than Colt McCoy in my mind. A uh, little the little BB gun Colt McCoy, but uh I mean look at uh Derek Carr, since he was always my go to coming <laughs> up, kind of an ugly <laughs> effort to get Slightly ugly. Slightly yeah, ugly. That, Slightly that better than Kendall Hinton. Breakaway layup. They actually yeah. absolutely just bricked it off the uh, backboard. <laughs> yeah. So I'm a little bit tentative on going to Derek Carr this week, but I think Kirk Cousins going against that depleted Jacksonville secondary, and Cousins has been very good this year, and he'll get presumably Adam Thielen back, but he's got Justin Jefferson, and we saw this past week Justin Jefferson alone might just be enough. That guy's a stud as well. So uh, Kirk Cousins against Jacksonville, and if we get uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick back uh, again this week against Cincinnati, I wouldn't have a problem with either one of those guys as a plug-and-play. No, I'm with it there. I, I think, you know, Philip Rivers against Houston. Yep. Yeah, it makes a yeah. ton of sense as well. You know, if you're looking for a defense – uh, there's a number of options out there. I mean, maybe even Seattle against Colt McCoy. Yeah. Uh, knowing how rickety that offensive line is, the fact that Seahawks can really bring some pressure, that makes a ton of sense. Even the Lions, for crying out loud, right? Because you know Trubisky's good for at least two turnovers, and that could turn into a pick six. So it yeah. does, does and it, I would throw the Chargers. They're going to be at yep. home against uh, Cam Newton. That offense for the Patriots doesn't score points. And with Joey Bosa, you know, you can get some sacks and, and sometimes get some turnovers out of that. So, um, yeah, there's there's a few there. I like the quarterbacks as streamers a lot better than the defense streamers this week, though. I will say that. Yeah, I concur with you on that point there, Captain. And look, if you want to get on any of the player prop action, go to monkeyknifefight.com right now. It's more or less. It's over or under on your favorite players in the NFL. Uh, it's just yards, receptions, touchdowns, fantasy points at monkeyknifefight.com. You against the house. And if you use that promo code FTN, again, promo code FTN, you get a free $5 game on the house exclusively at monkeyknifefight.com. With that, Let's get to today's Fantasy Five. Number five. All right, as I tease at the top of the podcast, circle of trust time, Brandon. We're going to pass around the peace pipe, a little uh, took on the peyote. Take us uh, to the magic carpet ride that Bill Walton is very familiar with, if you've been listening to him in the Maui Invitational that is somehow in Asheville that's very Walton-like. That is an acid trip. Uh, the tournament is being played in Western North Carolina and not by the soothing sounds of the ocean there of the Pacific. So here's how we're going to do this. Uh, it's a scale of trust from one to five, one being highest, 
five being lowest, and some of these fringe options rest of season. I know some people have their fantasy playoffs starting in week 13, but most of us, it starts weeks 14 through 16. So, obviously, matchups are everything. Let's start off with numero cinco. Wayne Goldman, who is a consistency king, and all he does is score touchdowns. His remaining schedule at Seattle, Arizona, Cleveland, at Baltimore, which would be week 16. On that trust scale, where do you stand? One being highest, five being lowest on Goldman. Uh, I stand at a five on him and his role, his job in the backfield being the number one guy. I stand at a about a one on the potential matchups and the game scripts that will be involved at Seattle, Arizona, Cleveland, at Baltimore. I think they're going to be uh, decent uh, underdogs in all of those. Might not be able to sustain volume. So a one and a five adds up. You know, if you can take the average there as a three, three. I will give him yeah. a three. I'm going to go two with Wayne Goldman. I think he's going to be an RB2 rest of season just based on volume and the opportunity for him to punch it in for six. Now, losing Daniel Jones potentially for multiple weeks uh, hurts. There's no doubt about it. Uh, that is a dent in the entire operation. The New York Giants going from Jones to Colt McCoy. But could he get you 50 yards and a touchdown pretty much every given week? Yep. And for that reason, knowing the running back landscape – I think he is an RB2 through and through. Well, hold on here really quickly. How uh-huh. are we doing this? Is five better or is five worse in terms I, of circle of trust? Again, we're like an old married couple. You did not listen to me I did when not. I described. Is this a DEFCON thing? One being highest in terms of trust, five being lowest is what I said. Ah, uh, okay. Well, my three remains the same. <laughs> That's what I figured. <laughs> Number four. All right, let's move on. Wham, bam, thank you, Cam. Uh, that was certainly the case for people that rolled the dice on Cam Akers, a rookie running back at a Florida State uh, school that doesn't really play football anymore. They haven't done it in three weeks uh, because of COVID. Uh, but Cam Akers was doing things on the field last week. Nine carries, 84 yards, and a touchdown. Had a 61-yard gallop. He's top 10 in yak per attempt on the season, Brandon. His rest of season schedule, Arizona, New England, the New York Jets, and Seattle on the road. Again, one being highest on the circle of trust scale here, five being the lowest. Where do you stand with Akers here the rest of the season? Okay, so five is his is his role. We have no idea with Sean McVay. It's not it's not solidified in any way, shape, or form. The schedule's not that great. Uh, the talent is. I'm going to say he's a notch lower for me than than Wayne Gallman, who added a three. So I guess that makes Cam Akers a four. Oh God, I'm at a three. You know, there's there's a piece of me that says, Sean McVay, just give the kid the baton and let him run with it, right? Well, I did that for 10 weeks, and it, Sean McVay never listened to me. So, Well, uh, he's got to get more opportunities off of what he showed last week. Again, 984 and 1. You look at Daryl Henderson. He's been under 50 rushing yards in four consecutive games. And again, Akers, in terms of efficiency, a missed tackle percentage of 24.2, 3.34 yak per attempt. It's all very impressive. And he sees nothing but middling run defense with the exception of Seattle rest of the season. So I think Akers does have some flex appeal. And for that reason, that's why I'm giving him a three. Number three. All right, moving on. Mandatory Montgomery uh, for the Thanksgiving Day holiday. I called him Margarine Montgomery because he wasn't <laughs> real butter. <laughs> and it seemed fitting. Uh, but, man, uh, he tickled the taste buds in garbage time against the Green Bay Packers. It really just was a cannon. You know, the ball fired out of it at the beginning of that game, hit over on the player prop, and that's first touch. 
against the Packers at 140 uh, yards combined and a TD on a reception. Got it done. Got Mitchell Trubisky now at the helm. Here's his rest of the season schedule. Detroit, Houston, at Minnesota, at Jacksonville. One to five. Circle of trust. Where does he land? Oh, that schedule. Oh, that schedule. <laughs> you take his most recent performance, you throw that schedule on top of that. If he's not butter, then he's I can't believe it's not butter. Oh, uh, nice. Yeah. So, uh, you know, he's not going to be an RB1. That's being, I'm going to pump the brakes, but, I mean, it's possible. Why don't I go – I'm going to throw the first .5 in here. I'm going to say 1.5. <laughs> Well, I didn't know we had fractional scoring in oh, yeah. this setup. Fractional scoring. I nah, always include fractional nah, nah, scoring. Nah. He's a whole number. <laughs> He's an absolute whole number. He is a one. Uh, the love affair is back. Uh, it, I'm panting uh, like a hot and bothered animal right now. Just looking at that schedule, as as you mentioned, uh, all fantastic matchups. He has the easiest remaining schedule for fantasy running backs. I know people have certainly – trust issues they feel he is unreliable he's not dependable week in and week out but Trubisky actually helps him and the fact that he is a player that's you know has no competition he's seeing 90 percent of the snap share he's seeing you know 75 to 85 percent of the opportunity share if not more and with those softies on the docket take advantage uh, he is going to be a top 12 running back rest of the season. Mandatory Montgomery is back. Make sure you play him. He is number one there in the circle of trust. Number two. All right, let's go to wide receiver. What about T. Higgins? You got Brandon Allen at the controls rest of season. Uh, it wasn't you know, a complete slouch, but Higgins got the job done, found the end zone over 50 yards. Last week, you know, Allen can throw a decent deep ball uh, that carried over from Denver last year in his three starts to Cincinnati in his first start. Here's the rest of the season schedule at Miami, Dallas, Pittsburgh, at Houston. Circle of trust, one of five. Where do you got him? Yeah, no uh, circle of trust uh, for Brandon Allen, but he wasn't terrible. And Higgins did get the touchdown, got he was five of five in targets and catches um, for low yardage yield, but uh, the TD upside remains. The, the schedule's a mixed bag, a couple toughies and a couple easy ones. This is all leaning me towards Wayne Gallman territory of a three. Man, that's tough. Uh, you know, you figure that they're going to have some negative game scripts, right, especially against Pittsburgh, potentially against Houston, hell, even against Miami. Yeah, I'm going to go two on T. Higgins. You know, I trust him more than Tyler Boyd. I can tell you that right now, rest of season. And a player that really seems to be blossoming, handsome ADOT. And again, Brandon Allen likes to uncork downfield occasionally. So a little bit higher on the circle of trust scale for me with T. Higgins, who I think can be at least a wide receiver three slash flex in a 12-team plus size league rest of season. Number one. Last one, Curtis Samuel. Now, take time. We don't know the extent of DJ Moore's injury and how long he could be out. We don't know if it's uh, going to be a prolonged absence, a minor absence. Uh, so, you know, keeping that in mind, obviously, Curtis Samuel is off in week 13. Carolina Panthers on a one-week CS along with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. His fantasy playoff schedule, Denver, done, at Green Bay and at Washington. Circle of trust, one to five. Where does he sit? Yeah, like the Denver one, the at Washington could be tough. But, again, he's not going to probably draw top corner attention like Jair Alexander at Green Bay. Um, DJ Moore's out. He probably gets more workload, but Christian McCaffrey will be back. So maybe it, it all kind of evens out. Um, 
I like Curtis Samuel. I like how this this scale kind of is like if you say he's a one, it's sort of wide receiver one. I'm kind of thinking in my mind if you say he's a two, sort of wide receiver two. Um, I say he's a, just a slightly higher uh, than T. Higgins for me, so I'm going to say he's a two. Yeah, I'm going to say two and a half, pending what is the Oh, news. you like that half, do you? Yeah, You're I'm stealing it. I'm stealing yeah, okay. it. That was clever by you. Uh, <laughs> I, I could go pie on it. You know, we just keep adding decimal places. But I think, you know, this is all contingent on DJ Moore and how long he's going to be out, right? If if we know that DJ Moore is sidelined rest of the season, or at least for the next couple of games, then I'm, I'm a full whole number two. If he is going to be in uniform, I, I think it's a two and a half. I think it makes a ton of sense. I mean, he's such a jack of all trades. He's getting consistent carries every single week. I love how Joe Brady is utilizing him and Matt Rule as well in various capacities. So, yeah, and, and Teddy Two Gloves is healthy. And you got to love the matchup against the Broncos. Got to love the matchup against Green Bay. Washington will be tough. But I think he is, at a minimum, a wide receiver three in 12-team leagues rest of season. And that is a wrap on this edition of the Fantasy Fast Track Podcast. Uh, check out Brandon Funson on Twitter, at Brandon Funson, and his excellent work as well at The Athletic. Him and his colleagues do tremendous content there you can check out ftn fantasy ftn daily ftnbets.com for all of my fantasy sports and sports betting content there use promo code evans e-v-a-n-s get 10 percent off your subscription today drop us a rating and or review and as always until next time adios amigos mandatory mcgovery